Hey everybody, it's your old pals Ian, Chewy, Alan, and Ryan. And we're here to talk about all the great shows on the Stuff and Things Podcast Network, aren't we boys? How many yes. shows? Oh wait, sorry. Uh, yes, we are. How many shows? <laughs> There's four good of job, them, Alan. Alan. Four good. of them, and they come out on all different various days of the week. Uh, of course, uh, every Friday you can listen to the original, the classic Stuff and Things, where Chewy and I uh, just kind of talk to each other like we're best buddies. We just kind of talk like just you're like you, your best buddies, like you just and your best like friends best talk, buddies. Like, yeah. like we're best buddies, like we're best buddies. Yeah. Watch it, you're on thin ice. I have Alan over here. I am it's right fine. here. Be friends with Alan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'll go well. Uh, so yeah. you can check that out every single Friday if you like hearing conversations that you and your friends would have, but with two total strangers. <laughs> Uh, what else do we have on the Stuff and Things podcast now, boys? Well, I'm glad you asked, Ian. <laughs> Alan Selman. I took a stance here. Uh, <laughs> we have four color commentary. Uh, what's a that comic, show about? It's a comic. I'm about to get to that. Gee, Alan, what's that show about? Thank you. I'm so glad you asked. Uh, it's a comic book podcast where four comic book nerds talk about books that they bring, sort of like a comic book book club, but we also talk about other things like movies and comic book happenings on top of all that. So... Uh, it comes out every other Wednesday, which is free, uh, not free comic book day, but it is sometimes. <laughs> it's just every comic book day. If your parents every are still other. buying your comic books like they are for me, then it is free comic book day. <laughs> it's every other Wednesday that comes out. Gosh, that sounds great. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan's really excited. Ryan, uh, tell us about the redheaded stepchild of the Seven Things Podcast the, Network. The, the, uh, the, the sad, lonely other child of the Seven <laughs> Things Podcast Network is a podcast we like to call Super Action Bros. <laughs> podcast we talk about movies with explosions and car chases and lots of people dying a lot and stuff uh it's every saturday the most action-packed day of the week with ryan and ian yeah where we take a critical look at those movies that are commonly watched while eating a lot of popcorn and snacks uh and pizza and beer (laughs) i like those things (laughs) isn't there one more podcast that we're forgetting about nope let's move forward the dark recesses of the stuff and things podcast network where only the brave dare dwell not me. I'm out of here. Yes. I'm here <laughs> to tell you about the. You already talked about the redheaded stepchild. I'm here to tell you about the neglected, jet black haired, evil demon ghost. son of the sun ghost. Of the, <laughs> the sun ghost? Yes. The ghost of the sun? Exactly. Oh, I was thinking like a sun ghost. Like oh, sun, sun of ghost. Yeah. <laughs> it, is, uh, it is referred to as Eyes in the Dark, where we talk about horror movies oh. with. Movie expert, Dr. Oh, yes. Jurassic Price, <laughs> and the classic and ever velvety voiced Evan is on it. <laughs> and of course, because we have busy schedules, it is released every other Monday, the most terrifying day of the week. Monday is legit the most terrifying day of the week. See, guys, there's something for everyone here on the Stuff and Things Podcast Network. Everybody can enjoy a little something here. Um, and we want you to enjoy now. So sit back, relax, get yourself a nice beer or juice box. Yeah, if you're driving, don't drink beer. Don't do that. The juice box is fine. But what you can do is Root enjoy. Root beer, also okay. <laughs> what you can do is enjoy another fine Stuff and Things podcast.
Welcome to Super Action Bros, the podcast we talk about movies with explosions and car chases. Wait a minute, explosions and car chases? Usually. No! Sorry, had to get it there first. <laughs> that was well done. I was, I was really surprised. Uh, I'm Ryan. And I'm Ian. Hello, everybody. Welcome to uh, Super Action Bros. This is week three of Lucas Letdown Month, in which we finished the original Star Wars prequel trilogy. We're free, finally, with uh, episode three, uh, Revenge of the Sith, or Remember Seth, for choice. Um, but before we get into... Uh, the final act of the Star Wars prequel trilogy. We want to let you guys know some ways you can reach out to us if you like the things that we do and uh, you'd like to get involved and get in contact. Way number one, you can go to our website, superactionbros.com. It's a Tumblr site. So you can go there and uh, follow us on Tumblr uh, and get updates on new episodes as well as Ryan likes to post funny gift sets sometimes. I do. Uh, you can also go along that sidebar on that website and do a couple different things. There's links, some buttons you can click on. Uh, button number one is for subscribing on iTunes. So you can sp- subscribe to us on iTunes and get new episodes as they become available uh, right on your uh, iDevice, your your, uh, your iPhone, mobile, your, your mobile, mobile device. devices. Uh, you can also uh, reach out to us via social media. There's some links there for that, uh, such as Twitter. So you can reach us on Twitter at Super Action Bros on Twitter. You can also reach us individually on Twitter. For me, Ian, it's at iRich. That's at I-R-I-T-C-H. I'm on Twitter also, Ryan Roop, R-Y-A-N-R-U-P-P-E. You can also reach out to us uh, via the Facebook. Do a Facebook page and give us a thumbs up on Facebook. Uh, and you can also reach out to us via a little website called Letterboxd, letterboxd.com. It's a movie review social media site where we post our reviews, and you can also sign up for a free account at letterboxd.com. Uh, as well as you can also check us out uh, via email if you'd like to re- write to us that way. You can do that uh, by uh, writing us an email at superactionbros at gmail.com. And finally, you can reach out to us via the Stuff and Things Network website at stuffandthingsnetwork.com with a link to all of our different shows of the Stuff and Things Podcast Network as well as a uh, easy little contact fill-out form. Again, stuffandthingsnetwork.com. So, Ryan. Yeah. Star Wars Episode 3. Yeah, you know what? Hey, we should say, Ian, what are you doing after we record tonight. hours mere hours away ryan i'm gonna go tonight uh not at midnight because i'm not i'm not as young as i used to be but 10 35 <laughs> p.m i will be sitting down in a movie theater maybe with some snacks probably not I just, honestly i don't think i'm gonna be able to do snacks no i'm gonna be too focused you don't want and i don't want to have to have the urge you don't want to have to go to the bathroom in the middle yeah, of the movie ex- bingo I, i'll uh, i will I mean, just as much as much fun as it is to have a, an icy a coca-cola now, icy and popcorn while you watch a movie yes now now i know what time. you're now i know what you're thinking well what movie could you not want to leave is it peanuts is it is it oh i know it's it's alvin and chipmunks 3 road Chip. it's right it's that's that's the movie we're sitting no i'm gonna go see star wars episode 7 of the force awakens this evening i don't think they're actually promoting it as episode 7 they're just calling it the force Awakens. but we all know what it is yeah um so uh i am really excited it's gonna say episode 7 at the beginning it's not gonna say four it's not gonna just say the force awakens it's gonna say episode 7 what if it doesn't have what if it doesn't have a title crawl so i've read some non-spoilery reviews i don't want to hear them it does have a title crawl Oh, okay. Come on, you knew that was going to happen. Everyone yeah, knows know. it's going to have the Star Wars thing. Everyone would riot. <laughs> you know what? Actually, speaking of of this new Star Wars movie, I was at Disneyland this week. I met Chewbacca. You did, or a man he, dressed he as gave Chewbacca. Me a hug. Was he as was he as uh, as useless as he was in this movie? He was. Uh, <laughs> he was tall and very hirsute. Like they're like, we need to save Kashyyyk. Why? Because there's some other movies that have this character that needs well, to be there. Well, one of one of many things I want to talk about on this podcast is is a, a little article that's been on the internet for about ten years called right. 
ep- it's called the original series in light of the prequels. All right, uh, and we'll discuss. We'll, we'll get there. This inco- uh, all encompassing fan. So this is the final act of the Star Wars trilogy. Uh, did you, uh, the so prequel trilogy? We talked about last time about the first two times about where we were we saw this movie yeah did you see this movie in the movie theater i did i did as well i saw it at midnight i did not see it at midnight but i, I went after school an entire day i was in college and just took the day off because in college you can do that uh-huh. uh and I was in high stood school, outside I of not. a movie theater for 12 plus hours really that with, long with nerds well, after that last one, you weren't like, nah, maybe I should just I was, wait. You know, I was. We were all excited. It has excited. the word Star Wars. It does. In it. We were all excited. Well, I mean, and, and and where I went to see it, I didn't go to a multiplex that had twenty one different screens. We went to the Fremont Theater in San Luis Obispo, which is one massive old school theater. Okay. And so, the closer you were to the front of the line, the more likely you were to get seats. It, it's a huge. It's a gigantic. Theater. It's like a movie palace. Yeah, yeah. And so, and so, you know, we waited. We waited all day. Although, shame on you, Disney, speaking of movie palaces. Did you hear about this today? Quentin Tarantino, what they're doing in Tarantino? No. So, on Christmas Day, uh-huh. uh, they're supposed to show, and I'm, I'm going to do this because I think you and I are both in support of this. Yeah, yeah. He's not mad at the, at J.J. Abrams or at Star Wars movie team. Sure. None of them. None of them. None of the cast or crew. Mm-hmm. But he's mad at Disney because Disney has decided that uh, Star Wars in L.A. needs to play in the El Capitan, mm-hmm. in the Chinese, Grand yeah. Chinese, as well as the Cine- Cinerama Dome. Oh, that's, which is, that's how they did the... Uh, that's how they did the the premiere they actually had the the longest red carpet it was like a quarter mile long yeah and, and, and you, it shunted you off to whichever theater you're you were assigned to yeah and the thing is they there. were supposed to on the 25th uh-huh. honor quentin tarantino's deal film yeah because he has a film a, a 70 millimeter f- cut of oh, yeah, yeah. the hateful eight mm-hmm. and so they were going to take star wars out of there on christmas and, and let them put show. in the hateful eight yeah, yeah, yeah and let that be the run from there going forward disney called ArcLight and said if you do that we will pull star wars from every single one of the ArcLight movie theaters hmm. so needless to say quinn tarantino's a little bummed out dang that's kind of messed up it is it is messed up man I, I don't I mean I love Star Wars but there's two theaters right down the road you could see it there's a thousand other theaters in the whole city you could see it in yeah they're 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 already make boatloads of money it's true uh, just wagon loads I'm bummed out because I wanted to go on Christmas Day or or maybe that week or weekend and see mm. it and now I can't yeah now so can't. you didn't see this movie in theaters I did see this movie in theaters oh, okay, I but saw not it after not, school no because I was in high school I saw it after okay. school we Commitment. went on the day it came out okay um it was me and two other buddies or three other buddies of mine mm. we went to Walmart right next to the Regal Town Center oh, I know 20 exactly what you're talking got about. some lightsabers <laughs> oh you did one of us you? might have bought a Batman mask it was not me because they decided to be Batman Jedi. Bat Solo. Yeah, we were in high school. We thought we were hilarious. Obi. It's so random. Oh, Bat One. Anyway, we, we went to the movie theater and we saw this movie. Now, my initial impression of this movie was, wow, this got a lot better yeah. at the beginning. And then... And then you watched it again. No, 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 no. I still watched it again. And honestly, I'll tell you, that out of all three of these movies... It's the this least is, bad. This is the best one. Because That's it gets some saying. things right, and I'm, I, I saw some things. I watch, I watched this the whole thing. Actually, I started watching it twice because my my roommate want, uh, Matt wanted to watch it before he goes yeah, and sees Star walked, Wars. Tonight. When I walked into your house, he was finishing it. Yeah, so uh, I watched the beginning part of this twice, and I just wanted to make sure I saw the beginning of this twice yeah. the, the same way. But yeah, no, I remember liking it a lot until one specific moment that everyone knows about that makes that you may have referenced already earlier. That I and I swear, I swear. I laughed out loud in the movie theater. I did too. I was like, you guys were doing so good. 
I feel like there were some bad moments, but whatever. Like you were doing so good. I remember seeing something after this movie came out where somebody, George Lucas, may have said that he purposely tried to make it like Frankenstein. That's fine. It's not. That's not the fr- part that I don't like. I don't like that it's not like Frankenstein. You know, like the no. No, I don't mind him being on a. Sl- we'll get there. We'll get there. I don't mind. I don't mind the setup. I just don't I'm, like I'm waggling the- my arms. In we'll the get air there. Right we'll now. get there. Okay, so Ryan, who's yeah. our cast in this movie? We have a lot of returning yeah, people. Same pretty folks. much everybody. Nobody, nobody new. Uh, uh, some new characters, Jimmy but no Smith new. Jimmy Smith is in this movie more. Yes, there were <laughs> several other people who were cast in this movie and then discarded. Uh, for instance, uh, Mon Mothma was originally in this really? movie. Yeah, like a young version of Mon Mothma. Really? Played by a you know a nice short-haired, red-haired lady uh-huh. uh, who whose role was completely discarded. Mm. Um, the actress Bai Ling, also in this movie, in a similar role, who also didn't actually make it into the film. Okay. Um, the, the story says that this uh, the original cut of this movie was four hours long. That four that hours. The, the rescue scene of the chancellor was originally an hour on its own. I mean, okay, we'll we'll get there. We'll get there. Let's. <laughs> okay. So, because there's I, a lot I of people in this that. movie. Here's there there's is. there's one interesting element of the cast and crew that is very specifically different in this movie, and you yes. can tell a little bit. Yes, and that is, and I'm going to look up his name right now. So, give me just a second. Uh, it's not just Steven Spielberg who who did shoot a couple of scenes. He did. Apparently, George wanted him to direct it. Yeah, but Spielberg he, said, Steve, "Don't know." Steven was like, "I think you should finish this. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want my name." You on. started this. You should finish it. <laughs> uh, you know. You know. Mr. Lucas makes an appearance in this movie. He does. His he whole and his family. family. His his son is slaughtered. Yeah. By like clone troopers yeah and him and his Spoilers. wife go to uh, go to go to space cirque du soleil whatever it is space cirque du soleil. Like no, no, the globs. oh yeah, yeah it was but the they called it uh some sort of there there was a fish pun because they're all um like those fighting fish yeah well no they call it squid lake <laughs> like swan lake oh, I get it. but they're all, all right, uh all right. they're all so so the extra added element of this movie uh, was a dialogue coach. Okay. So we've, that explains we, some things. Yeah, we talked earlier, and and not a dialogue coach in the sense that a dialect coach, who's someone who's someone who helps with um, with uh, I can't do any words right now. <laughs> like how to do an accent. Yeah, yeah, not that. Uh, but actually, someone who basically talks to people about their line readings and their dialogue. And if you'll recall, what's what's the uh, what's the joke from from the first movie that that uh, that George Lucas would say to Liam Neeson? <laughs> Just read the lines, Liam. Yeah. So Francis Ford Coppola. Faster and more intense. Fancy, Wait a Fra- minute. Francis Ford Coppola suggested Christopher Neal, who is oh, okay. somehow his cousin or son or nephew. Everybody's related to Francis Ford Coppola in the movie industry. Just in case you were sure. Here's were the sure. thing, though. I think the problem is this guy shouldn't have been there for the actors. He should have been there for George. I mean, like George. Well, the reading was terrible. He he did it basically. Uh, Lucas said that given the emotional intensity of Star Wars Episode Three and the fact that he rarely has time to converse with his actors, it would be ideal for someone else to be there to get the strongest performances possible. He's not a director then at that point. Uh, no comment. <laughs> I mean, uh, wouldn't you think so? Yeah. <laughs> uh, another thing. Another thing. Speaking of uh, actors left on the cutting room floor. There was originally a different voice actor for General Grievous uh-huh. who dropped out because uh, some of the people in the movie weren't 
members of the Screen Actors Guild. Uh, mm. You know who it was? Well, I know George Lucas is not. Well, no, 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 but I mean, do you know who was the, the original, original voice actor? I have no idea. Gary Oldman. Really? Yeah. Wow. That's crazy. That would have been much I want to hear that dialogue. They got it somewhere. You right? Know they do. You know they do. <laughs> um, so oh, I guess man. before we get in the movie, I think it's worth talking about the Star Wars Clone Wars miniseries. Yeah, you mentioned not this last the, time. Not the CG animated show. Which I hear isn't actually that bad. Yeah, which I hear gets better. And I hear I saw part of it when I was at a comic book store the other day. I guess Liam Neeson reprises his role as Qui-Gon and oh. actually does the voice. Ooh. I was like... Okay, that's definitely not Ian McGregor, but Liam Neeson must have needed some, <laughs> some scratch, man, because there yeah. he is. Um, uh, but but there was Lucas a money. but there was a Clone Wars animated show, animated miniseries of right. mm-hmm. little five minute segments that that you know mesh together to make a very long animated thing done by the people who did Samurai Jack. Mm-hmm. It was a huge deal at the time, and Disney and Lucasfilm have since. Just, disbanded it, just yeah. forgotten it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it it explains very specifically one of the later scenes, the the last chunk of it specifically explains how the chancellor had been kidnapped. Okay, and it and it actually you see General Spoiler Grievous alert. come how into. How was it? Because since we can't find it, you see. Well, you can find it online. It's on YouTube. Mm, okay, uh, but but probably so, not legally. So General Grievous comes in and, and kidnaps him, but he's he. He kind of goes willingly. It's like, he, oh no, yeah, help! He, yeah, no, no. It's it's definitely like he just follows along. <laughs> of like they they make it pretty clear. I mean, there's never any question in the viewer's mind that no, we all know that he's Chancellor Valorum is, is or, cha- or Chancellor, Chancellor Palpatine because yeah. we know, but we know what happens. But General that's Grievous, the part of the problem we'll get to at the very end of this with these prequels. Yeah, no mystery. Yeah. You know what happens. You yeah, do know exactly what happens. But the other thing <laughs> is that General Grievous doesn't have a cough and he doesn't wheeze until he has a battle with Mace Windu, uh-huh. who uses the Force to crush his chest. Oh, I see. And then afterwards, but they apparently retconned it in the CG animated show and just made it so he was always coughing, like a broken robot. Yeah, thing. He's not. He's he's a cyborg. Yeah, you know? I know. He's like early but, concept Darth Vader. But man, it's the the Samurai Jack people doing Star Wars. It's the that's, best thing that's, ever. That's great. There's got a, great. there's a great there's a great short in there where Mace Windu faces off against an entire droid army mm-hmm. and loses his lightsaber. And at one point, he's just using the Force to just pummel droids. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. And then another point, that. they like one of the super droid whatever guys confronts him and he uses the force to take all the screws out of that droid and that droid falls into pieces i was and then he pushes all of the the screws out and destroys all the other I, droids I was it's late so by, cool i was late it's by so the way. cool i was late by the way speaking of mace Windu to the podcast because i was at a store uh doing some christmas shopping uh-huh. and a person would not let me leave until he told me all of his theories about the new movie one mm. of which is and this is not a spoiler because I haven't seen the movie yet, yeah. and obviously this is the not right, but he really wants it to be. You know when people make up spoilers that are like, just because they love this character so much, they oh, yeah. want to see him in it, mm-hmm. and they have to like have some weird way to justify it? Sure. He's like, we never see whose hand that is in that trailer that touches R2-D2. Mace Windu did lose his hand. And he's like, it's the same one that Luke lost. I'm like, okay. <laughs> I'm like, okay. 
<laughs> I'm like, uh, can I go now? All right, buddy. I don't want to buy any baseball caps. I'm not going to say what <laughs> store it is, but I bet you can guess. He kept me in there for like 15 minutes. Why did you even go in there? But I was looking to see if they had any cool Star Wars hats. Oh. But but I'd been once he said that, I just Never was like, I'm just, well, I'm just going to walk around the store, smile and nod, and wait till I find one. And I saw a couple behind the counter. I'm like, those are all dumb. I need to leave now. So, But he just leave. kept going on and on and on about all his theories and this and that. And I finally reached a breaking point where I was just like, he like says like you know we never saw a girl from the Clone Wars show die either and you know so she's probably I'm like you very clearly like the prequels <laughs> I'm gonna leave now goodbye uh, so but he really wanted Mace Windu to be in I don't think Mace Windu by sorry. the way in my opinion Mace Windu dies in this if you ask my opinion yeah. they never show him being dead they don't show you a body but like but Matt yeah, said it's pretty he, he flies out of a window i'm like he's like no no he just chose to fly away i'm like yes matt flying away his body flailing as he <laughs> rockets toward the ground After getting his hand cut, cut off, off i'm sure getting electrocuted a whole bunch there's only two in this movie makes me mad because there's only two things that can kill samuel l jackson one is a shark the other is joe pesci if you've seen goodfellas <laughs> those are the only two things that can kill samuel l jackson and wannick and crywalker is not one of those two things maybe he's a shark um technically speaking it was that was um it was uh, Ian, uh, Ian Ian McDermott. Yeah, Ian McDermott yeah. who did it. So uh, anyway, uh, but okay, let's start with the beginning of this movie because I think go into the oh plot, plot. Yeah, a little bit. Well, uh, well, let's talk about the action sequence. So, well, let's talk about the, let's talk about the MacGuffin. Sure. So MacGuffin is a is a plot device we use very loosely on the show. It's an Alfred Hitchcock term that means what drives the plot of the movie. What's it's usually a physical object, but we kind of stretch the definition a bit. Yeah. Uh, so a classic example of a MacGuffin is the uh, Lost Ark, the Ark of the Covenant, and Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yeah. In this movie. The universe? Control of the universe? The MacGuffin is becoming ending Darth the Vader. Cl- ending the Clone War? It's becoming Be- Darth Vader. Making the Empire? Becoming Darth Vader. I, well, for one character, I don't think Obi-Wan's no, trying to become Darth Vader. But I, I think that I think that Palpatine is trying to create a Darth Vader. Yeah, but like... Uh, he just wants a new young. He wants the new young buck. He's like he's like a dirty old man who's like I'm tired of my old. I'm tired of my old man Christopher Lee wife. I need, no, a, I need a, a, a young wife. hot wife. And mm. Hayden Christensen, you're looking pretty good until you catch on fire. <laughs> and then then I just gotta stick with you. Oh man, that that's part, almost like the conversation of so like, would, are you, do you just love me because I'm young? No, of course not. So if I lost my arms and legs and lit on fire because a man cut him off with a lightsaber and then you put me in a robot suit, you'd still love me just as much? As long as it was an yeah. awesome looking robot suit. Yeah, yeah, sure, honey, I would. Of course. Of course I would, Dollface. I'll give you Darth I'll give you James Earl Jones. Voice, I said right? I said Dollface because this guy's a creep. Anyway, uh so yeah, I don't know. There's not really a clear MacGuffin. I just wanted to bring that point I, out. I, the MacGuffin no, the MacGuffin, the MacGuffin is, is ending the prequel yeah, trilogy. The MacGuffin is setting up episode <laughs> Four, <laughs> and we gotta move all these pieces into place. And actually, uh, one of the things that uh, it's always bugged me because I the structure of this movie always bothered me, and I couldn't figure out exactly why uh-huh. they do all the things they do. And it reminds me now, now that I think about it, a whole lot of Avengers: Age of Ultron, because that's one of those movies where they're like, well, all these things have to happen before the movie ends. <laughs> yeah, I know. Let's let's hit them all. Know. But here's the thing about this movie. In my opinion, out of all the... Well, we'll get there to the end. We're not there yet. So let me talk about one thing the beginning this movie does right. Okay, okay. Remember what we talked about two weeks ago with episode one? Yeah. The very opening crawl. Oh, man. What does it say? 
Oh, like trade trade disputes. disputes. You yeah. know what's the first word in this opening crawl? War. Yeah, they got it finally. They and know then, what we want to see. And then it starts with a space battle. Here's the thing. And, then, it's, and then a lightsaber. I've real. I realized two things yeah. need to take place in every Star Wars movie to for it to fulfill the basic Star Wars movie needs. Okay. One space battle of so some a, kind. So a Star Wars. A Star Wars. Some yeah. sort of big battle sequence. A war. Because technically, in, Empi- in and among the te- stars. Technically, Empire doesn't really have that. Man, they have the Millennium Falcon being chased away. So I guess that kind of counts. Yeah. And then you have the whole Hoth thing that counts. But like, it has to be some sort of epic battle sequence that yeah. takes place, usually in the stars, but sometimes hence, can be on a planet. Hence. Star The Wars. second thing is a lightsaber battle has That's to true. take place. Whether it just be Obi-Wan going like this a couple times to, you know, Darth Vader in the first one, or this 25-minute lightsaber all There's like, just a lightsaber all lightsabers, extravaganza. All lightsa- I mean, movie. we thought the last movie was a lightsaber extravaganza. No, this but is, this has two battles at the end of it that I was like, okay, this is what we want to see. This is what we've been waiting solid. to this see. Some good some and then, <laughs> you know, they wanted Sammo Hung to, to really? be the yeah, but apparently he turned it down. Yeah. But um, but yeah, this movie starts off with a space battle where you're like, yeah. all right, this is a great. I really liked. It starts off strong. The as first, annoying those yeah. are, those the little buzz droids. Yeah, those are terrifying. That whole scene was awesome. You know, there's there's explosions, there's space you know, fighters. You know what's not like, awesome? I'm, I'm in there every time Anakin says. Yes, master. Every time he says master. Yeah, every oh, time. Oh God, it's awful. Well, Anakin Crywalker or two. Lines. <laughs> that's what he, that's what he's like. Oh my god! And so yeah, I mean, I mean, you all know the plot, so we'll just kind of like. I mean, if you haven't seen Revenge of the Sith, I mean, out of you all should the, watch it. It's out of all the prequels, it's the of only. Of all the prequels, it's the most watchable. Yeah, in my opinion, the Machete Order should now go four, five, three, six. Forget uh, what. Uh, uh, come on, what do you really need to see Episode Two for? Tell I, me, I tell me them. one thing. I killed them all, and not just the. No, men. tell me a good thing, not a joke, <laughs> like a good thing. Um, Django Fett. Who cares? Come on. That's a cool battle. The the creation of the clone army. Yeah, but we already know there's the Clone Wars. We heard about the Clone Wars. We don't need to see the, it. The, you see, you see, the, uh, see the beginning of the uh, uh, Who cares? Who cares? Like honestly, the Death. They show the Death Star plans for a second. They show the actual Death Star in this. Well, kind true, of. It's kind of. Sure. He's just sitting there. He's kind of. No, there's at there's it. definitely a part where where Wannikin Crywalker walks into. Uh, Palpatine's office and Palpatine is full on just looking at plans of the Death Star. <laughs> oh, hey, what's, like, up? Hey, what's up? Close oh, that out. No, no big deal. No big deal. Just writing some fan fiction. Yeah, I was just looking at my stock portfolio <laughs> at, at stockportfolio.com. Do not check my browsing history, Anakin. Let's talk about your wife. <laughs> uh, she's she's hurty. Uh, yeah, okay, so, so there's the great. There's, uh, there's a moment in this movie where Natalie Portman just looks like, whoa. <laughs> It's that moment where she's doing her hair all back, and then she turns around, and you see her face straight on. Oh. I paused it. I was watching with Matt. I was like, whoa. Like, a, I was like, look great... at that. That's not Natalie Portman. She should never. I'm a... not trying to be this guy, but she should never pull her hair back. Always have bangs, <laughs> Natalie. It works for you. Or, from, uh, or, or be I, shot from profile. It's one of my good. favorite moments is the the like only time that she and Anna can have a heart-to-heart conversation. No, I'm so in love with wait, you. Wait, wait. And she's standing on her balcony. Brushing your hair, hair the whole time, and I and I turn to my wife as we're watching this. I'm like, "Could you stand on our balcony? We don't have a balcony, but I'm like, can you, you know, just be amazing if you could go stand on a balcony and brush your hair? <laughs> you know, like I, the that would just do. be the that's Star Wars you know, tells me this is what this let's, is. Let's remember when women let's, are the most desirable. Let's remember two movies ago where she was like, "Are you an I, angel? No, two okay. two movies ago where she was like, "I'm a queen. I'm gonna I'm gonna." F some S up. I'm gonna I'm gonna go 
shoot guns and do stuff like you're like, yeah, go. And now two movies later, she's like, I just love a boy. You know what? I, I was I was <laughs> thinking so about this movie. bad. I'm I like, was, she was such a tough, like, you know. Tweeting tooth. about this movie last Ugh, night. God. And, and I apologize if you follow me on Twitter. But I did specifically say on Twitter, I will bring this up on the podcast. But why did Anakin never go to her for political advice? <laughs> You're right. Why didn't he? He's like. Why didn't he's he? Like, Too busy right. murdering children, right, I guess. I'm. I'm a Jedi. I come from some podunk planet. I don't know anything about anything. And, you know, I'm really not sure. He's there's too there's all this political pressure. I'm not really sure what I should do. He's got so much pride. And I'm married to someone who is the president of a planet. But uh, And a then was a president. senator. It's like And a, it's a, like, I wonder, like, maybe she would have She was advice. like a really good president. So it's well, like being like, listen, I was like, let's pretend John F. Kennedy didn't get shot. I'm married to the John F. Kennedy, the Abraham Lincoln of, of this Naboo, planet. Yeah. Maybe I should go ask her for advice. Yeah, maybe the FDR. Let's, let's, uh, <laughs> she's not Abraham Lincoln. But but then but then Hold I, on. well, I she sort did of, bring two people anyway, two people together. <laughs> I sort of imagine I sort of imagine that if he had done that, she would be like, "You're getting played, Anakin. Like, don't you realize that he is manipulating you?" Yeah, you dumb idiot. Yeah. I feel, uh, but then you know what I happened? Hate, I hate how no, many. No, he's not. I'm. You're the one who's evil. Well, and then Obi Wan, you well, guys are and then smooching. When they, when they do finally have a, when they do finally have a conversation, she's like, "No, you're you're super wrong." And he's like, "You sound like a separate." <laughs> I thought that was like, that's the best. And she's just oh, like, "Oh God, what?" <laughs> it's literally the line. Like it's not even a joke. Like literally, that's what he says. Oh, and she's God. just kind of like. What? <laughs> but it never gets addressed again. And then there's another part in that in that same scene where he's like, "I have to save you. What if you die?" And she's like, "I'm not gonna die." And then that's the end of the scene. But I feel like she should have continued that scene with like, "But if I do, it's gonna be okay." <laughs> like we need it. Like just let me let me tell you right now. Hi, my name is Ryan. I'm giving you life advice. If you have a significant other. And if you guys who was formerly a really tough, strong woman, even then, all of a sudden, regardless of whether or not your your wife was president of a planet, you need to talk about end of life plans. (laughs) You need to say to each other, "Hey, especially if if you have a robot hand, if I die, keep living, (laughs) move on." You know, it, oh, he did keep living in a no, cool no, robot but suit. But that's the point. The with a whole, red lightsaber. You could you could argue that the whole reason he became a Sith was because he was worried about her dying. And if she had just been like, you know what, buddy? It's going to be okay. Oh, buddy. It's all right. You know, pats him on the back. <laughs> you know, my, you know, Annie, it's going to be fine. <laughs> People die all the time. Yeah, but she's also with Your mom child, died. So, so she's all, he's it's all, like. It's like the the it's two like of them. Anakin suddenly decided to become a grown up. It's but like, like the part he's not good at it. It's like the part in episode two where he's like, "I killed them all, the women and the children, because my mom died." And she was just like, "All right." <laughs> she was never like, "Hey, I know my." Hey, I think we need to. I think we need to talk about this. Like, Maybe go to like counseling. therapy. Maybe we should talk to Obi Wan. So what I'm saying is, it's no, not her this fault. Time she does go. Maybe Obi Wan can help us. He's your friend, right? No, I need help from anybody. Yeah. 
It's, Anakin, we need these directions. I'm, I'm saying I'm not stopping. I'm not Padme. saying it's. I'm not saying it's Padme's fault. I'm saying it's George Lucas's fault, fault for, for not recognizing writing. that women are also human beings <laughs> have thoughts and feel, who, who are just there to break, have the hearts who are broken, just and there choke. to be to become impregnated. Oh my and god! Then die. And that part in the movie too. You're breaking my heart. Oh, what? that's hey. She actually like emotes. Yeah, but it you don't buy it. No, not for a minute. No, the only there's only one good believable relationship in this movie that honestly made me get not weepy because that's not even close, but a little like, man, I feel for you. Dude. Is it Yoda and Chewbacca? No, <laughs> goodbye, Chewbacca. <laughs> He says that it makes me laugh. I'm like, I've never heard. That's another one of those moments. Like, hey guys, Yoda saying Chewbacca's name. We run out of ideas. Yeah. Oh yeah. The, oh, yeah. We have to go shoehorning, to the shoehorning they, to buy a Chewbacca in there. When is, they have to go to the Wookiee purely, planet. I mean, where I, oh, yeah. I, I wasn't there supposed to also be a young Han Solo cameo yeah, in this? Yeah, wasn't that was. the other idea? Yeah. I don't yeah. know. Oh, so stupid. George yeah. Why weren't they still? Like what, what was the rest of Chewie's family, by the way? Oh, maybe this is before celebrating life day. Were they this watching is, that? This that is hologram? thirty years before episode four, so this is going to be pre family. <laughs> okay, for him. Um, but the only relationship note that I do find believable in this movie, and it's right at the end, uh-huh. is the uh, Anakin Obi Wan relationship. I buy oh, yeah. it. I buy that because I buy when he's like, like I'll give you McGregor this. You McGregor has, in my opinion, the best performance in this movie. Oh, absolutely, no question. When he goes, you like, know, apparently you know, he actually requested. Like as much footage of Alec Guinness as possible, uh-huh. and would just watch it in his trailer. Well, and like, and not even just that, but like he, like when he delivers that line of you know, "You are my brother, I loved you," which uh, like oh, yeah. that, as silly as it is to say it just flat like that, you buy it when he says it, you're like, "Oh man, dude." Well, and you know like, what? It's funny for you. in I'm the structure really of the film. Sorry. The one, the one structural thing they do well is the last scene of them together before they try to kill each other. Yeah, is. He's going off to wherever General Grievous is, and Anakin's going off to whatever, uh-huh. hang out with the Jedi Council, and they like stop and they have a moment, and he and and Obi Wan, this isn't the line, but he's basically like, you know, I I did the best that I could, and you know, you're you're great, you're really good at being a Jedi, and I'm super proud of you, buddy, and <laughs> and I'm sitting there and I'm like, they should hug. They should hug, and then he like puts his hands on his shoulders, and it's the closest they get to a hug. And that's the like, closest. Jedi, Jedi that's the closest. Show yeah, Jedi's don't don't hug, but but that was the closest they get to a hug. And I'm like, oh, that's sweet. And then I'm like, and the next time they see each other, they try to kill each other. Yeah, it's a bummer. Well, he it, that that's the thing. That is what to me what carries this movie is we finally see that relationship that we heard One about. One day I want to meet four. you and McGregor and be like, look. Thank you, you for the prequels. Without you, they would have been complete. Yeah, you were like the thing garbage. that held them together. Like, I mean, especially the third one. Like, Lucasfilm owes you a debt. I, I like, I totally like. I, I was it, it, it legitimately bummed me out when I was like seeing him talking to him, being like, you know, like, like how, like, like you basically became the thing you swore to, to destroy. Yeah. Well, I'm just whining, man. What's it's it's like saying like, dude, what's wrong with you? What happened, dude? We used to be so close, and now you're acting like a, a wiener. Why yeah. are you being a jerk? <laughs> you almost killed your wife here. She has your kids, which you're not supposed to have. So we need to talk about that too. Well, but let's address the okay. big issue here. Let- you murdered children. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> like that's the part. Actually, that's one of my favorite scenes in this movie too. Cause that's when I'm like, all right, I'm buying Anakin Skywalker. When, Cause they go, they have to, that basically, basically the emperor becomes the emperor. He, Oh, that God. No, no, no. <laughs> Forgot about that. I'm like, come on, Ian McDermott. You were doing so good. 
And then all of a sudden, like, hey, boys, it's down here. He's like, yes, even there, it's like, oh, I'm getting kind of hungry. Is there some scenery that I could <laughs> be chewing right yeah, now? Yeah, right? Please don't kill me. Like, oh, I'm just geez. a poor old man with oh, lightning powers. Man. And then that's the other cool fight, fight scene we get. We get to see the Emperor, pal- the Emperor fight. Yeah. Fight Yoda, which is Oh, uh, with lightsabers. Like and... In the space C-span chamber. Yeah, in space Senate, throwing Senate I feel like I feel like George's like, this is really deep. We're using the we're using the Senate room to fight because he's like using the power of government against Yoda. Yeah. Okay, George. <laughs> all right, George. I really like. Uh, we did some CG, right? Oh, that's all a blue room. We had him fight in this big blue room, and it was actually just him <laughs> waggling his arms around because Yoda's <laughs> totally CG too. Um, that's why it was hard. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, but but like that whole relationship between Anakin and Obi-Wan I buy. That's the part to me that keeps the movie going. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, some might say it's that giant squawking lizard that that's really obnoxious that Obi-Wan rides. Yeah, he's going to secretly sneak around this this uh this <laughs> city with this <laughs> giant oh, colorful super loud lizard oh, bird. Oh my god. That's that seems like a bad <laughs> choice. It seems like if you're trying to be quiet, maybe Maybe but don't use a giant squawking fair, though, lizard bird. La- this movie has a lot of lightsaber fighting, which is it great. does. Got cutting off Christopher Lee's hands and his oh, head. Yeah, as rough. Oh, that part's dark. That yeah. part's pretty messed up. Um, and I have to say, like, uh, I really did, um, I really did like that last lightsaber battle, though. You know, what oh, my yeah. favorite part of that last lightsaber battle well, was the, the part you're talking about the 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 lava planet. Yeah, mm-hmm, battle. Mm-hmm. Mustafar. Yeah, yeah, you know what my favorite part of that lightsaber battle is? Uh-uh. Take a guess. I got. I have the high ground. Uh, no, you no? think, but no. My favorite part is when they both are just swinging around their lightsabers and hitting nothing. <laughs> like, woof, 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 and then they finally clash. You know that moment. Yeah. It's yeah. just like useless lightsaber swinging. It's like, oh, what's going on? No, I do like the I have the high ground moment because you get to see Wannick and Crywalker finally. But this is the first time I watched it and didn't like laugh. I was like, like, come on. I was almost like watching it like, come on, bro. Why did you... Come on, he's your friend. This is how you treat him. You deserve this. I'm not helping you. See ya. Uh, I, you know what? I I watched that same scene, and I've seen that scene. I mean, his a acting lot of is times, terrible. Let's be and honest. I, I love to laugh. I like the like. I have the high ground. Like, don't, don't, don't jump over me. I'm gonna cut your legs off. <laughs> and he's like, oh, I'm gonna jump over. He's like, I'm gonna don't, get you. I just told you not to do this. I don't want to have don't to do, do this. this. Please stop. You're making me. You're making me hurt you right now. Please stop. No, but but the part like after he cuts his arms and he cuts his legs and one of his arms off simultaneously. Yeah, but not the robot arm. Yeah, not the robot arm. The other one. Uh, and then he just and then he just leaves him there. I feel like like he's in. He's like, I hate you. And I I feel like I feel like a little part of me wanted Obi Wan to be like, Hey hey, you're on fire. Let me let me pull you out of the. No. Let, let, let me pull I you out of the just fire. Like, just kick him in the just just kick him into the into the lava. Why didn't you just do that? Just be like, see you, buddy. Because because then we've been over because Jedi's killing is wrong I guess um but oh okay so the part where Anakin goes super dark where he goes to the Jedi Temple and just murders and he children. massacres people and yeah, they're yeah. like and all the clones are like shooting everybody and he goes in this room where the, like it's the it's the uh, the council room right yeah yeah all little younglings are little kids are like Master Anakin there's too many of them what do we do and then you just see the angle of Anakin's lightsaber and just turns <laughs> on yeah and that kid has that look in his face like. Oh no! Oh crap! <laughs> oh, I'm in trouble. <laughs> this guy's not good. <laughs> He's drinking. Oh, drinking. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Daddy's mad. Oh no! Um, no. no, he. But but like 
I, I think it's funny now that the internet finally came around to that idea that like, yeah, that's a lightsaber that Luke you. That's the Excalibur, yeah, yeah. the one that murdered children. Oh yeah, no, no. I have a. There's a great meme. It's like, and it's it's a picture of Episode Four. Yeah, and your father's it's Luke. Lightsaber. Here's your light, father's lightsaber. He killed children, children with, with it. it. <laughs> or there's the other one where it's him like crawling up the thing, and he goes, "Give that lightsaber to my son. I want him to have it when he's old enough. Your father wanted you to have this when you were old enough." <laughs> <laughs> I uh, no, I I, I really. There's there's some points this movie Ryan. Let's talk about the the thing, the big controversial thing. Because after that, you're after you see him get on fire, yeah, and Padme dies, you, you, and they you show those no scenes question. concurrently, and but but they show him like getting in the Darth Vader costume, and you're like, oh man, here it is, this is it, this is it, and it starts off with him being like, and you hear the breathing, and you're like, oh man, and they raise him up. I don't even mind that he's on the slab, and they're making like Frankenstein. Yeah, I don't mind sense. that yeah. they 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 raise him up on the slab, and he goes like, Lord Vader, can you hear me? He's like, yes, my master, and then he goes, I, I, this is. I wish they would have just cut it right there. Yeah. Because that would have been, been awesome. Or they would have been like, are you ready to fill? Yes, there's nothing keeping me. But he goes, where is Padme? I, I and I'm imagine, like, why did James Earl Jones say Padme? I imagine James Earl Jones sitting in the recording booth saying, are you sure, George? Is, are is you sure you this, is, this is what you want me to say? Okay. I, I just don't feel like this would be right. This isn't. This doesn't seem right. Doesn't seem very Darth Vader. Just read like, the lines, James. To just me, read the lines. To me, when he gets in that costume, he has no more emotional ties. Well, he is Darth Vader. Well, hey, you didn't create Darth Vader. I didn't. But did you, maybe did you I should. Did you see that Onion article? No. There's an Onion article that just got posted, and it's written as a as a opinion piece written by George Lucas, and it says like I don't like it when people criticize the Star Wars movies because that's literally actually what happened in my life. <laughs> and he's like, I may have taken some creative liberties. I was flying an, a Y wing, not an X wing, <laughs> but the X wing looked better on camera. Um, but then yeah, he goes like, so where's Padme? You know, it seems like you killed her. Like I wouldn't even mind if he was just like they have that left that in. It's what they follow it up with. Like I don't mind that he breaks free of the chains. That doesn't uh-huh, bother me. Uh-huh. Like he if he literally broke free of the chains and then smashed everything in the room and like just crushed everything with like like his force powers because uh-huh. he's so mad. That's fine. It's the no. Like that is the worst. It's like come on. This guy's supposed to be the ultimate evil dude. Hey, just moments before he was wanting and crywalking. I know, but the moment you, my, my mind, the moment you put on that suit, you're not wanting and crywalker anymore. You're Please. Darth Vader. This is the same Darth Vader maker who decided, hey, you know what? Jango Fett, he's just sad because his dad died. Oh, God. All right. And then. And then, by the way, there's a deleted scene in this movie where they show, it's at the end there that takes place, uh-huh. but they show Yoda landing on Dagobah and out of a pod and being like, I guess this is my home now. Like, <sighs> You know, it's not the only deleted scene. Uh, originally, the part where Yoda and, um, and Obi-Wan show up at the Jedi Temple, sort of like after the fact, they, that we, were, we were just watching deleted scenes, and originally it was, it looks like a bunch of Jedis are coming out of them, and the Jedis are like, oh, we've... You know, we've taken care of it. Everything's we're safe for now. And like, it's clearly the clone trooper voice. <laughs> and and Obi-Wan just says, you clone troopers make terrible Jedi. And then they kill each other. But don't they look like the clone troopers? Well, they have the they have the hoods on. Oh, I see. But it, it was it was like a, it was 
cute as opposed That's to like cute. in the actual movie where they show up and it's just clone, clone troopers. Clone you trooper know, murder. Funny, other funny story. Yeah. So are you familiar with the 501st Legion? Yes, I am. If you're a nerd, mm-hmm. you're familiar with it. It's Vader's fist. It is the, the fan mm-hmm. fans who like to dress up as stormtroopers. Mm-hmm. Guess what the official in-universe name for the group, group of clone troopers who accompany uh, Anakin to the Jedi Temple to kill all the Jedis is? What is? The 501st? It's the 501st. Nice. They decided, hey, hey, all you nerds who love stormtroopers. The blood of the Jedi is on your head. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But, you know, okay. Overall, though, this movie's not as bad as the other two. This is probably the best one. If you're going to watch any of the prequels and you've never seen any of them, you should watch at least watch this one. Because all the other stuff, like, while it's like, oh, it's neat, I see see Boba Fett's dad, or oh, it's neat, I get to see, you know, we get to see Alderaan before it gets destroyed. Yeah. Oh, oh, I need, but like this, like, oh, it's neat, I get to see, you know, Obi-Wan as, as, you know, young. Oh, it's neat. You know, this is the one where it, this is the one that, like, I wish I would have watched after episode four. Like if I'm going to machete order, I'm going to have four movies. I'm going to watch first or I'm going to watch four or five this one, because then it explains the whole backstory of how he became Darth Vader. Mm-hmm. Cause that's mm-hmm. all that matters. Yeah. All the other stuff about him falling in love and all that yeah, garbage. Yeah, yeah. Who cares? This matters. This is the part that matters. The only reason you would watch that second one is you maybe feel like Boba Fett a lot. You know, what? And if you want to know where the clone ar- army came from, and I was just thinking, I totally don't believe that. Obi-Wan didn't figure out that Anakin and Padme were an item until the end. Of oh, the yeah, of course he knew. He's like, you're my, you're my bro, man. Keep it on the down low. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I feel like at the end where he's like, is Anakin the father? And she's like, yes. And he's like, gasp. I am so surprised. No, I feel like he's just come like, on. He's like, come on. He's like, <laughs> he's like, no, I, I know. So, so, Ryan, we've met, left out two major characters who have been part of a fan theory that you want to discuss. What? That's okay. been around for something. It's like true. 10 years it's true. Yeah, I mean, let's 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 you okay, know. We can wrap up the movie. So, well, well, and let's let's talk about your fan theory. Okay, and then this let's is, wrap it up. This is my pet fan theory. This is my favorite fan theory about Star Wars. More and even even more than the Jar Jar Binks theory. It's it doesn't. By the way, exist. Let Jar Jar not be in this movie. He's there for five seconds. It doesn't exist outside of the Jar Jar Binks movie theory. Like they they could coexist, but it doesn't matter. And, and I'm also going to throw in the caveat that I don't actually think this is what Lucas intended. <laughs> no, because this is way too clever. Um, but but at the very end of this movie, one of the things that happens is Jimmy Smith uh, hands two droids to uh, to Captain Antilles and says, "Wipe the protocol droid's mind." Mm-hmm. Nothing about R two D two. Also, R2-D2 is, is pretty salty earlier in this movie. where <laughs> murders some people. No, no, no. No, the part where R2-D2 comes back from Anakin. Like, Anakin flies back from the Jedi Temple after having just killed everybody. Uh-huh. And R2-D2 like, is right there with stuff, C-3PO. Man. And R2-D2 is like, rip, rip, rip. And, and C-3PO is all, don't say that out loud. <laughs> like, it's like R2-D2 He's like, just Dude, said, this guy's nuts. he went nuts. <laughs> He's crazy. <laughs> he murdered people. <laughs> so, but, but, uh, but the fan theory is that... R2-D2 and Chewbacca are the first rebel spies. Mm. And that throughout, in the in the period of time leading up to episode four, and in fact through episode four, R2-D2 and Chewbacca are both working together and with Anakin and, or not Anakin, and with Obi-Wan and Yoda. And that, you know, see, Chewbacca has been trying to get his hands on, you know, eventually does get his hands on the fastest ship ever made the millennium falcon and you know he he's the one who sticks with the ship and then he went once uh 
Billy D. Williams settles down and decides Lando? like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna, not gonna start flying around anymore. He Lando arranges for yeah. him to lose it to Han Solo, and he basically uses Han Solo as a front, uses the smuggling as a front to pass information back and forth between the rebellion and the remaining, the remaining Jedi. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the other thing is that that at the same time, R two D two is doing the same thing, but from the inside. Ah, okay. And that's why R2-D2 obviously ends up with the, with the plans for the Death Star and why R2-D2 goes to Obi-Wan and why Obi-Wan talks to Chewbacca because R2-D2 tells him, hey, go talk to Chewbacca. Uh-huh. He's, he knows dudes that you know. Yeah. Because remember, if you'll recall, Obi-Wan talks to Chewbacca first about arranging transport off-world. And then Chewbacca's like, hey, Han, we should... Uh, this is this is this is the best one. We should do this. We should we should help these guys. And then it, it also the fan theory also includes uh, that Chewbacca sees what's going on between Luke and Leia and is like, that's messed up. Hey, Han, <laughs> check out this girl. She's hot. You should go after her. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. But it, it also explains why at the end of the first movie, Chewbacca doesn't get a medal. He's already got medals. He's good. <laughs> he doesn't need it. He, he like, already knows. He knows. He's. He knows. It's not like they're like, oh, well, we're not going to give the medal of the hair guy. They're like, what's well, Chewbacca? He's, he's been working he's for good. us for years. He's good. We know him. <laughs> he's a good guy. That's uh, why if you Google it. That's you, why it's really important they fix up our 2D too. Like, oh, I need to get this guy back in shape. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's why he's in every movie. It's true. Um. So Ryan, uh, <sighs> that would just make me happy if that was true. I know. I know it's not. Ryan, it is in my. We've mind. come to the end of our Star Wars prequel month thing That's well true what do you well i mean so wrap up let's wrap up the prequel trilogy the prequel trilogy do you think it was a necessary evil do you think we needed it i think we needed episode three okay i think it's cool to see where that came from that was about the only i all i cared about the entire purpose of the series was supposed to be mm-hmm. how did anakin skywalker become darth vader yeah now the problem with that is is we all know he becomes darth vader so what you have to do as a filmmaker, in my opinion, is make how he becomes Darth Vader very interesting. I feel like... And really plot twisty and turny to where the point where he becomes Darth Vader, you're like, wow, man, that was awesome. I knew he was going to become Darth Vader, but it was still great to watch. But like, there's For instance, a, if when you watch a moment, the Titanic, or, or if there's you a know mo- that the movie, in the movie Titanic, yeah. that the ship sinks. Or if you can think for a minute, like, maybe he won't be Darth Vader. Maybe he'll stay good. But in the end, you know he has to be. Yeah. So it's like... Uh, like I never felt that like moment of like, oh man, this really sucks that he didn't get that he like yeah. like that this happened to him. Like it never felt like that. It felt like he's just a one. I mean, and I, as, like, much as, I love, as much as I love you Kevin Smith, this. as much as I want that idea, but I, I do kind of agree with my my buddy Kevin Smith where he goes, if you think about it, who's going to become Darth Vader but a whiny kid? Yeah. True. That's who's got to become Darth Vader. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, in order for him to become the evil guy, he's got to be a whiny little teenage brat first, and then he becomes the dark, evil person that we yeah, know. The dark lord of the But, Sith. like, did we need episode one? Did we need the love story between him and Padme? Do we need this? Can't we just walk in and see him like, hey, he's got this girl he likes, but it's on the side, and, like, this is his... Like, I feel like they had an opportunity if they were going to make Padme a thing to make her a thing, like a, like, like an actual strong female character, which I'm hoping this new Star Wars, from all the early reviews I've read, that there are a several strong female characters, like including, actual including a droid. BB-8 is a lady, a lady yeah. droid. I did not know that. I'm I thought okay BB-8 that. was... A, I was totally with okay with that. Um, but like, I, I, I... Do I think they were a necessary evil? I think it was necessary, yes, because money. But I, I think, think that I think with, it's also cool to see. But was it executed the best way possible? No. I think that without the prequels, we wouldn't have the Force Awakens. Absolutely, yes. 
So I think in the sense that did, did these movies have to exist for more Star Wars to continue to exist? Yes. Yeah, I think so. We had to know that. It's like, listen, how do you I think know? It breathed, how it breathed do you know, fresh yeah. life into the Star Wars series. And it, it, it rekindled it interest. Brought people back in a way that just another version of the redone original trilogy would not have. Right, exactly. And and uh, and I know some people hate them. Oh man, I watched the uh there's a Simon Pegg Nick Frost as R2D2 and C3PO. No, you've never seen that before? No, no, I have, but I, I watched it again. And it's a great part where where Nick Frost as R2D2 is like, You were created by Darth Bloody Vader. And then Simon Pegg as C3PO is like, Shh, no, no, we don't talk about that. That no, don't talk about that. <laughs> Um, but uh, but this movie specifically, um, I would say it's the best one of the bunch. If yeah. you're gonna watch at least one, if if like you had to watch one, this would be the one to check out. Definitely. Um, now, as far as ratings go, though, uh, what do you rate uh, this out of ten? What did I give the last movie? Did I give it a five? I think so. Uh, this is definitely better than that. I would say this is a solid like for me, six and a half, seven. Yeah, I feel like it's a seven. It's a C. It's a C movie. It's, it's a movie. It exists. It's not bad. Yeah, but. I, it's still similar to similar to Avengers Age of Ultron. Yeah, it's one of those like, well, it's it's a collection of things that had to happen for this movie to be complete. Yeah, for me, I'm gonna go ahead and say uh, <laughs> seven. I'm gonna go ahead and leave it more open. Seven right. no's out of ten. So <laughs> if that be no, or no, no, it's your choice. <laughs> Whatever one you want. Seven no's out of ten. Oh man! Um, what for you? What about for you, Ryan? Uh, I left I'm you a gonna, lot there. You that did. One. <laughs> you did. You did. I'm trying to find something that I could be. have been like seven youngling corpses out of ten. <laughs> I didn't go that dark. I'm gonna go with seven arms being cut off. All out right. Of 10. <laughs> okay. So that is the end of the Star Wars. Oh, by the way, blockbuster or lackluster? It's blockbuster. You know, it's right. Just barely tips over. It's like that glass you fill just a little too much and a little bit spills on the counter. Yeah, yeah it just passes just the meniscus. Barely. Yeah. I would say watch it at the very least. Just This is the one to watch. This is the prequel watch to watch. We're going to watch So that is the end of the Star Wars prequel, tr- prequel trilogy. But yeah. Ryan, we still have some time left in... The rest That's of this true. month. And, and we are talking about Lucas Letdown Month. We are. And so, but we're out of Star Wars movies. What else has he done? You know, Lucas has made other movies that were part of an original franchise that was beloved amongst mm. us as 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 younglings. Mm. That, you know, just you know, it's just another just another made movie. Made a sequel that, to American Graffiti? No. Huh. No. You know, just another movie that you know it wasn't really There's a second THX? <laughs> no. I mean, well, technically the THX that was released in theaters is the second THX because the first THX was a short film we made. Um, no, no, there's, there's, there's this other movie that came out just a, just a, a few years ago. Hmm. You know, and and, and uh, you know who's in it is uh, Shia LaBeouf is in it. Transformers? No, it's not a Transformers. And it's Spielberg and Lucas did it. Even Stevens the movie? Yeah, no. Um, <laughs> Eagle Eye. It's got a. Uh, it's got Kate Blanchett in it. Mm, I don't recall this film. Um, there's, there's a part with ants, there's some monkeys, there are aliens. Can I have to be more specific than this? It's, it's, it's uh, there was some sort of, I you know, can't think it's of an iconic do, character. Um, you know, hmm. Dan Aykroyd hmm. sells that hmm. vodka. Hmm. Do you know what that, do you know what I'm talking about? Hmm. Do you know, you know that vodka that Dan Aykroyd sells? Hmm. It comes in a specially shaped hmm. jar hmm. bottle hmm. thing. No, I'm not sure. Imagine if that vodka had its own civilization, like a Ryan. like a royalty based civilization. Ryan, this sounds like a movie that was being worked on by top men, top, top men. men. <laughs> 
Ryan, we well, okay. Ryan decided this, and this is something that's been a long time coming. It's we true. mentioned it, we joke about it, but we, it's time we to watch. We talk a lot about Indiana Jones. We do. So we figure if, if we're going to watch an Indiana Jones movie on this show, we should probably watch the worst, worst one, one possible. And joining us next time, because it is the season of 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 togetherness and family. We're gonna have a special guest on the next episode of Super Action Bros. We're gonna ha- we're gonna break the break the bro code. We're gonna That's break true. the bros, and we're gonna have a girl come on. It's not just any girl. She's my sister. Yes, Ryan's sister uh, Emily was a lot to say on this movie. Oh yes, she does. Uh, is gonna be this joining woman, us next time. This is a woman who saw this movie at midnight. And I did then, too, and then saw it again in theaters. Oh, I only saw it the once. Mm, yeah. uh, I remember leaving that theater. We'll talk about it next time, but. Join us next time uh, for, is I believe that's the finale of Lucas Letdown Month. Yeah, or we have uh, one yeah, more week. Yeah, it is. All right, so for, for the finale of Lucas Letdown Month, guys, we're going to be doing, even though technically it's not directed by him, he had a huge hand in it. Yeah, he did. Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull with specially, special guest. Uh, we'll just go with Emily because we her last name's up in the air right now because she's a, a married woman. So I'm not sure what it is. <laughs> She said you she was it changing sound, it. You make it sound so She's, she was, with said my she was sister Emily. With yes, with Ryan's sister Emily. Thank you so much for joining us. And remember, whether it's blockbuster or lackluster, we're, we're the, the Super, Super Action, Action Bros. Bros. Enjoy Star Wars. This has been a production of the Stuff and Things Podcast Network. Exclusively at stuffandthingsnetwork.com.